Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. First World, the nonprofit community event space operating slightly below the radar in Joshua Tree, was closed suddenly by the county last week. First World founder Bobby First and the organization's board of directors received a call from San Bernardino County Code Enforcement on Thursday, March 9th, regarding a musical performance scheduled for Friday, March 10th. The closure was confirmed by San Bernardino County Supervisor Don Rouse Field Representative Glenn Harris, who said that the action was taken after a complaint was made to County Code Enforcement. First said that the decision was made to cancel the Friday event, along with all other scheduled events, 22 in total, in order to avoid fines. First said that, at the moment, they have not received the letter of complaint from the county, and therefore they cannot address any issue. In the past, the event space has operated only on donations. But First said that, as it has grown in popularity, First World is under more scrutiny. In 2016, neighbors complained to the county about First World, First says that since then, he and the board worked with the surrounding community to limit the impacts of the events and that the venue has a good relationship with its neighbors. Though many in the community have asked First how they can help, he said that it is too early for action. First World Board President Robbie Robb said that they have already begun the application process for a conditional use permit from the county, which would allow the property to continue operating. First stressed that he is trying to, quote, play by the rules. Last night, the 29 Palms City Council got an in-person update from County Board Supervisor Don Rao, who delivered some welcome news for the city. Reporter Heather Clisby has details. County Board of Supervisor Don Rao kicked off last night's meeting of the 29 Palm City Council by providing a general update on various issues, starting with the modified short-term rental ordinance. The county heard outcry from neighborhoods with heavy SDR saturation, so they commissioned a study to be released in August or September. Rao then announced that the county would be giving the city $1 million for the sewer and wastewater treatment project. The County Board of Supervisors were each given an allocation of America Rescue Plan Act funding, and City Manager Frank Lacchino made a plea for groundwater safety to Rao, and funding was approved. The 3rd District Supervisor then discussed redistricting post-census. Considering the distribution of population, the revised 3rd District map went from 3,900 square miles to just under 10,000 square miles. Next, the council narrowly rejected a $6,000 budget augment request from the Public Arts Advisory Committee. The committee hoped to expand cultural arts programming, hire a conservator, increase pay for the PAC assistant, and hire a grant writer. Council members Scott and Bilderain voted in favor of the request, and council members Clink, Mintz, and Mayor Wright voted against. Reporting for Z1077, this is Heather Clisby. Last night, the Morongo Unified School District Board of Trustees held their regular meeting at Joshua Tree Elementary. Assignment reporter Gabriel Hart was in attendance and has this recap for us today. Last night, MUSD Board of Trustees meeting began earlier at 5 p.m. to accommodate a work-study session to review a second-term financial report, followed by a closed session. Reconvening for open session at 6 p.m., Miss Yucca Valley Ruth Knuch of Yucca Valley High introduced herself and her court, First Princess Peyton Chandler, Second Princess Samantha Garcia, and Third Princess Mariam Hussein before they led the meeting's Pledge of Allegiance. Trustees voted 5-0 approving the second interim financial report for 2022-23, as well as the CSEA Sunshine Proposal. 
proposal. When discussing the 2023 Transportation Safety Plan, two public comments encouraged amendments, which trustees agreed to be added to the safety plan, approved as written in the meantime. Reporting for Z1077, this is assignment reporter Gabriel Hart. The Yucca Valley Planning Commission reviewed and conditionally approved Chipotle and Star Cafe permits with stipulations and discussed other working projects in their land development update. Commissioner Brad Nepientek, who is moving to Arizona, said goodbye to staff and fellow commissioners. Reporter Hillary Sloan is here with a recap of last night's meeting. After approving the consent agenda, the commissioners reviewed the plans for the construction and development of Chipotle, located at 57590-29 Palms Highway. The plans for the dine-in with a drive through include screens to reduce light glare for oncoming traffic, eight parking spaces, and right-of-way expansion for the widening of the highway. The Planning Commission also reviewed and approved the change of use and operation plans for the Star Cafe a restaurant, retail store, coffee shop, and bar at 55761-29 Palms Highway. Land projects in the works are Starbucks West, the Wine and Rock Shop, and Blue Star RV. There was a personal moment as Commissioner Brad Nappientak said goodbye to staff and his fellow commissioners. Nappientak and his family are moving to Chandler, Arizona. For more details about the meeting, see this story at C- C1077FM.com. Reporting for C1077, this is Hillary Sloan. The High Desert Water District Board of Directors, which serves Yucca Valley, meets at 4 p.m. today. And down the highway in Joshua Tree, the Joshua Basin Water District's regular meeting begins promptly at 5.30 p.m. Reporter Mike Lipsitz is here with your Wednesday Water Roundup. In addition to informational items, directors at the High Desert Water District will consider a $100,000 outside contract for the monitoring and reporting of discharge from the wastewater treatment plant. The meeting takes place at the district office on the highway at Inca Trail and at the Joshua Basin Water District offices on Joshua Trees Chilita Road by the Demonstration Garden. Directors will adopt a memorial honoring Director Barbara Delft for her years of service. Delft passed away a week ago following a brief illness. The board will also decide whether to appoint a replacement for Delft or hold a special election. Both meetings are open for in-person and remote attendance. Instructions for doing so are with this story at Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Mike Lipsitz. The Morongo Valley Community Services District Board of Directors will be holding their regular meeting tonight in Covington Park's multi-purpose room, as well as online on Zoom at 6 p.m. Assignment reporter Gabriel Hart has a look at their extensive agenda. Tonight, the MVCSD board will discuss and approve presenting Fire Chief Breakbill with a proclamation recognizing his accomplishments related to his duties as Fire Chief. Other action items include discussing past legal expenses incurred by the MVCSD, a public review of the engagement letter to BB&K, who members of the board seek as new legal representation, and a discussion and approval for mold mitigation at Station 461. Continued business items include a discussion of over-budgeted spending exceeding a quarter of a million dollars in just six months from July 1st to December 30th, 2022, and a staff update on available options for obtaining a maintenance vehicle for staff. Reporting for Z1077, this is assignment reporter Gabriel Hart. And finally, Cal Fire has a new website to help with wildfire monitoring, prevention, and reporting. With more, here's online news editor Robert Hayden. The California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection, or Cal Fire, released a new website this month. 
The redesigned website works well on mobile phones and allows easier access to CAL FIRE's current wildfire reports, along with fire prevention info and hiring and recruitment resources. The website's incident map tracks fires that are larger than 10 acres statewide, and the fire stats page shows a history of fires throughout the state, along with a hopefully positive outlook for the 2023 fire season. Wet weather all over the state is less in drought conditions, but a dry spring and summer can bring challenging conditions for the state, which has already been beleaguered by wildfires in previous years. You can visit CAL FIRE's new website at the same address as the old one. That's at fire.ca.gov, or you can see a link at this story at z1077fm.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Robert Hayden. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. More Morongo Basin residents get their local news from Z1077 than any other source. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.